You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. With metric results released countrywide, concerns about South Africa's higher education system and its ability to prepare graduates for employment remain high. While universities hold limited capacity, high dropout rates and a 33% unemployment rate for graduates paint a stark picture. To discuss these issues, we're now joined on the line by the Chief Executive Officer of Efundi, Stefan Lauber. Stefan, thank you very much for your time with us this morning. Uh, It's, of course, very difficult economic uh, conditions in the country with high employment rates. But what what are the concerns in South Africa's higher education and its ability to prepare graduates for employment? and, And if I can perhaps add to that, to help graduates know how to create employment themselves or create opportunities and not only think about, you know, formal employment, getting a job and, you know, being in that job for, for as many years as possible? For my Fundi side, uh, we have been working for the last 20 years very closely with employers. Our belief is that the most important thing for anybody to get their career going is to get the first chance to get into companies. So at Alfundi, we combine training and work, uh, which is called work-integrated learning. In other words, learning on a job. People join us, we train them, we provide them with the skills that the employer wants. And then while they study, they also work, which gives them an opportunity to earn the income. Uh, because financial constraints are probably one of the biggest reasons why students drop out of university. Mm-hmm. At the end of the program, people have embedded themselves in companies. They become an asset to the employer, and there's a very high chance that they get gainful employment, in other words, long-term job. That has been our approach. It's also called outcome-based learning. Yeah. Rest interested in theory, but more in practical skills, because that's what gives them the job. Mm-hmm. For if we focus on the uh, dropouts, um, you know, dropouts both uh, I think at, at a, a basic education level, um, right? So, so high school, and then the issues of dropping out as well as as you've just mentioned as well in in university, um, because it's so it's so difficult to to sustain yourself if if you don't have financial aid, if parents aren't able to support you. What, what perhaps are some of the these solutions? And I think you've you've already started to to speak to those. But what are existing solutions and others as well that can be brought into the system? Um, and and what sort of support can the private sector provide as well? Difficult question. From Ifundi side, as I mentioned to you, we try to place the learners in jobs to make it a more affordable. We have a relationship with Capitec, which provides uh, funding that people can pay off as long as seven years. So in other words, we, uh, we also allow, uh, it's becoming a manageable installment. And at Ifundi, we allow for monthly payments that are sort of in the neighborhood to what um, youth, young people spend in high school, etc. So again, at Ifundi, we try to make affordable payment plans. We um, get a 
to raise people in jobs so they can be learning as soon as possible. That's sort of the steps that we are taking at the moment. The problem is when it comes to funding, student funding loans, it's hard. Uh, many people have poor credit records and are therefore not very bankable. So that's mm -hmm. why, from our experience, the best thing is if employers give people a first chance. At the end of the day, they don't only help us reduce unemployment, they don't only help an individual, but they create the talent pipelines that they need to succeed. So mm -hmm. we need to think a little bit different. I think the general psychology out there is government shall provide. It's not happening. It has not happened. So we need to, as individuals and as companies, to find our alternative approaches. And as we have seen and have proven in the last 20 years, it is possible to mm -hmm. do things right. Mm -hmm. Being able to uh, obviously keep keep the learners uh, th that you've now placed in these opportunities for for a, a lengthier period can in fact be a challenge. Can you speak a, a bit more about that? Right. So if somebody has, say, for argument's sake, an opportunity for a year or or two years, and 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 there isn't uh, you know a confirmed a confirmed role, whether in the existing organization or elsewhere, that can also pose a challenge. How do you navigate issues like that on just the sustainability and keeping and keeping someone um, employed for longer than that initial opportunity? Um, often, initiatives are driven by companies needing to earn B points. So these are compliance exercises. Companies spend money to get those points. And we're putting the cart before the horse. The real intention is exactly as you say, how can we create long-term employment? In HR, any company will say, will develop talent plan. They will ask themselves, what skills do we need today, three, five years from now? The question then is, how do we build that skill? Myself, at iFundi, the best way to build talent, to build leadership has always been in the beginning, how do you become a professor? In primary school, it starts all in primary school. So companies build a talent pipeline. That means bringing people on the bottom, give them the opportunity to work, and then they move up the line. Companies always say, oh, we have a shortage of senior people. You do have a senior shortage of senior people because you wanted ready-made people. You didn't want, you didn't invest in the building of people uh, at the entry level. Mm -hmm. So how do you avoid, how do you keep people to proper HR planning, number one? Then when you know what skills and how many skills you need, then you build them up over not just a year, but over a long term. And I would simply say you know, companies might have a compliance psychology, in other words, they do all of that grudgingly because they have to. And then we have the opposite. We have foresight companies who think ahead, plan well, and generally these are the same companies that are successful. The psychology of being successful, you'll find that in the HR department, but across the organization. So don't do these projects because you have to, because you need B points. Build these projects, create these projects, 
so that you have the talent for tomorrow. So then why would you let a talented person go? Because that person is adding value while they're with you. You don't want to let them go. That's our approach, and uh, I can say confidently it does work. We have seen both. We see people who do it for the points, but we see it also for people who do it to build the tomorrow's leadership. Mm-hmm. And and just just finally, um, Stefan, um, you know, with with high rates of of unemployment, um, there'll be matriculants who receive their results yesterday and and today. Um, who may not be going into higher education, who will be looking for work. They're graduates as well uh, who haven't been able to access work um, even though they graduated um, a couple of years ago. Just just one, what would be your, your advice to, to those people about, you know, how they may, you know, think about and look to secure employment um, uh, and 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 really for for I suppose broadly for for all of society really we we have what what seems to be an ever growing problem um, of unemployment here it, it surely can't be business as usual we need to be coming up and thinking about innovative solutions uh, to 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 try and mitigate uh, the the what can be devastating effects of having so many young people unemployed and, and not having opportunities. We need a greater push commitment from the private sector, from private companies to think and accept that unemployment is our problem. Uh, we can say government must do more, but actually the companies who are employed people yeah. and understand we have had difficult times during COVID uh, that has led to the loss of many jobs. But if we continue, the companies then will continue crying and saying, uh, people don't have any purchasing capacity. Yeah. Of course, poor people do not have a purchasing capacity. So if companies uh, simply retrench people and then ask themselves, where is my customer? Why are my customers not buying? There's no surprise because they don't have money. So I think um, the consideration that we have a collective responsibility to pay not just the government, the assumption is always government. Not the end of the day, companies have to get involved in that. Oh, that is my message, and I think what I say is not exactly rocket scientist, okay? For the individual, there will be many people who are going to be dreading the months ahead of themselves, young people who want to know where to go from here. My number one and most important message to those young people is do not give up, okay? Never, ever doubt yourself, okay? If you want to be successful in the interview, if you don't believe in yourself, who's going to believe in you? That's the first message, do not give up. And that's very hard, um, very hard at times. The second thing is never stand still. No, I say, but I don't have a job, I can't do nothing. No, there's unlimited courses online where you can continue furthering your education. Uh, obviously, there's many schools like iFundi who um, can help you to take more courses, choose a good school. But the most important thing, keep yourself busy. Busy means be active in your community. Yeah. Volunteer. Um, busy also, you might be willing to take a job that pays little or even nothing. As an employer, if somebody will come to me and say, hey, can I uh, get experience for a month or two for free? I would 
the issue for me then wouldn't be how much do I pay that person. What I would say, this is a committed person. That's an ambitious person. That's a person willing to work hard. That would um, awake me. Yeah. So we are, as employer, always looking for exceptional people, for talented people. And we have to be honest, school grades, for me personally at least, are um, not of high importance. I don't think I've interviewed many, many people in my life. I have never looked at anybody's metrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking for talent, people who will stand out, people who will make a contribution in a company. So to both companies and individuals, um, it's the same. Let's do this, okay? Don't give up. It is a big challenge for the nation. It's a big challenge for every individual. We can do it. Mm-hmm. I think after COVID, uh, there has been a tremendous sort of stagnation. Okay, stagnation means we have been rattled. We have been doubting ourselves as a nation that we can do something. Mm-hmm. And let individuals not be rattled by the challenges, by the hardship. It's destructive. That's my message Stefan, we'll leave it there this morning. Thank you very much for your time with us on SAFM. That was Stefan Lauber, who is with iFundi. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.